Hello, and welcome back to Texas Tech Health Check from Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. I'm your host, Melissa Whitfield. It's nearly that time for spring allergies, but some of us have been dealing with allergies year-round. What are our options for relief? Dr. James Tarbox, assistant professor in the Division of Allergy and Immunology in the School of Medicine, explains why some of us get respiratory allergies, why we shouldn't expect relief after a heavy rainfall, and he also answers our questions about valley fever. Dr. Tarbox, welcome back to our podcast. Thanks, Melissa. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do at the Health Sciences Center, and your expertise? Mm-hmm. So I'm a board-certified allergist and immunologist. I've been here for, for almost a decade, and you know my primary area of treatment is allergy and immunology. So I see uh, a lot of patients for uh, you know allergic rhinitis, asthma, food allergy, along with uh, primary immunodeficiency evaluation. Well, welcome back. Yes, thank you. I guess our first question is, why do we get allergies? There's a lot of reasons behind it, but it seems to be a a mixture of, first of all, there's a genetic predisposition. So did your parents have allergies? Then it involves you have an exposure in the environment and then how your immune system responds to it. So depending on your genetics as well as response to, to an allergen, you're going to have a larger reaction than someone who doesn't have that genetic background or immune response. Could allergies be misdiagnosed or confused for other medical issues? They could be. I mean, there's a lot of different uh, you know, forms of allergies, but just thinking of runny nose or rhinitis, you know, especially the last few years, there was a lot of times people were wondering, you know, do I have allergies? Is there any chance I maybe maybe have COVID? Do I have uh, influenza or something else? And you know, a similar thing can happen with food allergy because you know a lot more people are intolerant to foods than there are actual allergies. Are respiratory allergies worse during the spring? They are. Yeah, the spring and the fall are some of the predominant times for people to have you know allergy-like symptoms and problems with the environment. And specifically in the, the spring, that's when trees tend to bloom. And so, you know, especially in, in West Texas, you can have issues with mesquite or oak or birch. Uh, and if you're more in central Texas, a little earlier in the you know spring or late winter, you can have issues with mountain cedar. Now, we here in Lubbock and other parts of the state have been in a drought. Does that make allergies worse? It can. Yeah. So what what happens during droughts, obviously your temperatures are hotter. And so that means that your allergy season can last longer and therefore people will have worse symptoms. The other issue with droughts is that because there's just a lot more, can be a lot more dust in the air and that can be irritating to people's nasal passages, your your nose can dry out, and therefore it'll respond more to if there's uh, inflammation. Now, on the opposite end of that, does wet weather trigger allergies, or can we expect any relief when it rains? Yeah, rain, rain is a it's kind of a, there's a fine line there because if you have a, a nice gentle rain, that'll actually knock the pollen out of the air, and people will feel better. But if you have a heavier rainfall or a thunderstorm, that can actually, what will happen is the, 
the pollen that's either on the ground or hitting the ground, it'll do it so violently that the pollen will then shoot up into the air. And so then it's, it's kind of this little too much as far as you go from, you're thinking rain will help and then it won't. And the other thing is, especially if you have lightning, is the electrostatic charge in the air will actually keep the pollen more up in the air. So rain can do a little bit of both regarding allergy symptoms. Now, what are some treatments for respiratory allergies? Yeah, there's, there's a lot depending on what you have. But if we're talking primarily about uh, runny nose or nasal symptoms, there's a, there's a lot of treatments you can take over the counter whether it be nasal steroids, antihistamines, saline rinses, and then, and then moving up beyond that, you know, you could you could go see an allergist and be skin tested, learn what you're reacting to so that you can avoid it, maybe take other precautions, and also you could consider allergy shots. What are some things that you recommend that we do around our house or at work or in our car to help alleviate allergies? Especially depending on the day, I think one of the best things you can do is try to make sure your windows are rolled up, that you stay indoors, that if you're doing spring cleaning, that you probably don't open all your windows. I mean, some people do that because it makes the house kind of air out, but you also have to realize you could be letting a lot of allergens in. Uh, the other thing is, you know, whether it be your car or your house, make sure you get the, the air filter changed often because that can be important, helps it to work better. Regarding, you know, vacuuming of your home, I would say you probably want to do it a couple times a week, one to two times a week, with and make sure your vacuum has a good HEPA filter on it. I've had a few patients run into issues because they'll try to vacuum their house every day, and they don't have a good filter, and then you're basically just you're sending a bunch of you know debris and particles up into the air all the time, and that can make you feel worse. If you're gonna do spring cleaning, especially if you haven't, you know, been up in the attic in a while. You might want to wear a mask because, you know, if you're cleaning up there, you're also kicking around a lot of dirt. Now, something we've heard in the news is valley fever. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us what is valley fever and do we need to do anything to protect ourselves or others? Yeah, so valley fever is basically a, a, an illness that comes from a fungus. In this case, it's uh, coccidioides. And this fungus will will get up into the air, usually when soil or, or, or dirt is disturbed, and, and then people will inhale this into their nose and lungs. And, and most of the time, you know, especially if you have a normal immune system, most people don't even know they have it. But if you're immunocompromised, have diabetes, or pregnant, sometimes you can end up in the hospital, especially with shortness of breath, fevers and chills, joint pain. And in rare instances, it can actually disseminate to the rest of your body. Is there anything we can do to prevent uh, getting it? Probably not. A lot of the times, it just you're just kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, they've they know it. It tends to happen more, you know, especially in construction workers, just because there are a lot of the times, you know, moving a lot of you know ground or foundation or dirt. And I mean, I would just say that if you know, you're someone who's at higher risk, you might want to wear, you know, like an N95 mask if you're going to be in an area where there's, you know, a lot of upheaval of dirt. Or maybe just don't go outside that day. Is there anything else that you would like to add? 
Uh, I would say that, you know, if you think you're, you're having allergy symptoms, especially in the spring, go talk with your primary care physician, see if they can get you started on, you know, appropriate treatments for benefit. And if you need further help to see, to see a specialist. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on and telling us about allergies. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Texas Tech Health Check. Make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. This information is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Always seek immediate medical advice from your physician or your healthcare provider for questions regarding your health or medical condition. Texas Tech Health Check is brought to you by Texas Tech University Health Science Center and produced by T.R. Castillo, Susana Cisneros, Mark Hendricks, and me, Melissa Whitfield. <laughs>